Oh, the zone is live. I'm going to wait for a couple of people to join, join, join. But welcome. Welcome to the zone, my friends. We are back. Episode five, episode two, season five. Hola, the China jump ahead or jump back. What up, everybody? It is your girl, MC Nads. We are broadcasting live on Facebook, the Twitch, the YouTubes. We day everywhere. We day here. So if you are watching us, if you're just joining the link, make sure you share it out. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to Planet Soka, of course, on Twitch and YouTube at Planet Soka. And subscribe to me, MC Nads, at MCNADZZZ. All right. Just going to wait for a few people to come on there. And of course, if you're on Facebook, uh, make sure you share out the link. If it's YouTube, share your link out through WhatsApp. Tell the people you're here. It is season five, episode two of The Zone. Of course, we are always, always looking for sponsors, man. Um, and this episode, we do have a sponsor who I will talk about shortly. But if you are interested in sponsorship, well, then hit us up, info at socamatters.com. Season five is powered by DJ Simply Smooth, Maverick Customs, who does all our graphics, Rhythm Stream, Big Up Sham, Mr. Roots of Wiz Records. I see you out there in the New York City. And of course, Scratchmaster, Big Up Yourself. A lot of our guests for season five are courtesy of Scratchmaster, who was one of our guests in season four. So Big Up, yeah, damn. Himself. Again, everybody joining us, don't forget to share out the link, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or the Twitch. It is your girl, MC Nads, Season 5, Episode 2 of The Zone. I do want to big up a sponsor for this episode. So I got to big up Nadia Nicole for this merch. Big her up. Um, you're probably wondering, who is this? Well, Nadia Nicole does handmade beauty products from natural ingredients. And this is what I love about her. We're talking about turmeric. Uh, you want charcoal soap. You want a scrub. You want a bath salt. You want a bomb. Not that kind of bomb, eh? Keep it, keep it, keep it kosher. I'm talking about drop that thing in the in your bathtub and make you feel nice. Well, she does all of that. She also does tea bombs, so you can clean your skin and clean your inside. She is awesome. She also does personal training, uh, which is dope because I signed up for that. And she's doing a boot camp. So if you are outside of the Greater Toronto area in Brampton, I'm talking about the West End. Make sure you hit her up on Instagram at Nadia Nicole underscore NN. And of course, you can get some merch from her. I should be, there we go, right there. Um, and the t-shirts are great. Uh, Nadia is an awesome person. And I signed up for the boot camp as well. I'll actually be hosting it. This boot camp is going from August 4th to August 30th, right here in the West End in Brampton. So again, if you are interested, hit her up on Instagram at Nadia Nicole underscore NN, or you can hit me up at MC Nads and we will give you the details. Thank you, Nadia, for sponsoring episode two. I'm so excited. All right. I done with the long talk now. Well, I can't say that because I got to talk this whole episode. But we have a great guest this episode. He was born in St. Vincent. Our next guest is a multi-talented individual. And let me tell you why. He's played multiple instruments. He's known as a mu notable musician, but he is the owner of his own production company. This man got the skills. He is a producer, songwriter, and mixing engineer. I want everybody to welcome to The Zone Season 5. Episode two, Mr. Perry Jack. Wee! I need songs. You know, between you and Casey that I interviewed last episode, somebody gonna have to make me and mash me some kind of like intro yeah. song to this. Like Five season. Yeah, like Casey. That's what he said. He said he got he got notes. Yeah, he, but he, he got that down. Not me. He got that down. Mr. Perry Jack, welcome. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, welcome. So, of course, up, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can see, but we're streaming live on Twitch, Facebook, um, and YouTube. So we're getting comments. I know there's Amanda that's locked on. She's always like, "Yeah, yeah." So big her up for locking on awesome. on Twitch. Amanda is on. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. So, Mr. Perry Jack. First off, I love asking people where are you located right now, so people know and tell me how your family's doing, how your wife. I want to big up your wife, Dr. Nadira Jack. How is everybody doing on your side? I'm in a secure location in Jersey in a bunker. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm in Hawthorne, New Jersey. I'm in Hawthorne. I love it. How long have you been in Jersey? Um, eight years now, I believe. Eight years? And were you anywhere before that? Like, were you home in St. Vincent or did you nah, go to New York? I, I was in New York since I was like 17. I love since it. I love New York. Yeah, I haven't been that. back since 2019. I went to visit. I was in Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. I went to Bed-Stuy. I miss you guys. I hope I can cross a border because right now things uh, all to art. Uh, <laughs> when's the last time you ever you ever been to Toronto? I didn't even ask. 
I went to Toronto one time. One time? Yeah. How long ago was this? 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come back. You got to come back. You got to come back know, and I know, check I us know. out. I know you I got people there. here. I went there, Um, when was it? 2010. Well, I, yeah, I did a song with Friction called um, Woman Boot in Me. Yes. I'm not sure if you knew that song. So I was touring with um with with uh um Island Network. Herrick, ah, okay. So we went to um to Toronto, then we went to London after that. It was pretty cool. And nice. then I stopped, and, and then I stopped singing. And then you stopped singing. That was it. You were done. You said that's our rap. That's our rap. No, no, I'm making my comeback soon. Don't worry. Okay, I'm gonna ask that. I actually have. A, I mean, <laughs> out of the script, I have a side question that I thought of because I'm like, I have this year, so I'll ask you. Um, I do want to big up Sabrina Ragu. She's locked on. She says hi, hi guys. Big up Mr. Perry Jack. So big hi, up Sabrina. That's my, that's my sister-in-law. <laughs> it is. Why big up the family, sister-in-law, Sabrina? Big up your damn self. And, and, and I must say, my, one of my biggest fans. That's um the dearest. Big sister. Big sister. Wow, yeah. Sabrina, big up yourself, and don't forget to share out the link. Let people know we're here. <laughs> yeah. So let's give. Her, yeah. Let's oh go. yeah, of course. Not all guy needs family big. So so let's go. <laughs> yep. You're gonna. This is this is the one thing about being West Indian, eh? Because I tell people now, as you get older, I mean, you're married, so you don't have to worry. The rest of us that have to like date, you got to do a background check. You got to make sure somebody's not your cousin, and yeah, <laughs> you know, somebody related to yeah. your auntie. It's all kind of. So oh, I love big families. So let's get into it. Let's start asking your questions. Yeah. You are you are the owner of your own production company called Jack Spaniard Productions. I said that right, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's JSP. I want to know yeah. for people who don't know you, how did your company start? Well, actually, I've been doing um, the production, mixing, mastering thing, and then I was playing with band, and I didn't want to mix. Two things, especially when tax time come around, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yep. You have to put that side of the business at, by, by itself. So that's why my wife and I created Jack Spaniard Productions. So Got we it. have my personal thing separate from my personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you know though. People I mean? forget it. That business side is important, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make that you legit. And, you really uh, do. Yeah. And what's yeah. distinctive about okay? So we put we'll put the musician and the music stuff that you're doing on that that personal thing. But let me talk mm -hmm. about this personal thing. What's distinctive if somebody was to ask you about JSP? Man, okay. JSP, you come by me in my studio. I'm gonna make you feel at home. Mm -hmm. The things I'm gonna do for you make you feel comfortable. And that's it's not even so much the music is how I make you feel your ex the experience that I give you right. when you come when you come here. Right. You know what I'm saying? From I mean, I don't want to talk. I mean, it's some petty, so I'm not even mention where they, what, what they are, but things that I do that you will not get it when you go to other people's students. Not dissing anybody else, but I'm just saying you go there and you come in, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. It's like other, a, than the, other than the music part of it. Right. It's a musical that's, and that's professional almost serenade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? So you're gonna want to come back and you won't want to leave. And hey, if you don't want to leave, you can stay for a few days to work in music. Yeah. That's I love that. That's that, I see. I love that because not a lot of people do that. They, you know, no, people no. know they're coming out of town and they're like, "Shit, well, I got to work on this, but I'm gonna want to work late, and it's late, so where do I crash?" So that makes sense. Making people comfortable is big, right? Especially, yeah. I think that's part of networking in general. It's one thing to make those business connections, yeah. but it's it's a matter of being organic, I think. And if you're not, if you're not being your true self, I think people can sniff that out in a business. Yep, and I think right? I'm a, once you get to me, I think I'm very friendly. I think I can be funny sometimes. My wife is like super, super, super friendly. So, I love you it. know, you come yeah, in, you got you, you got you, you one, two jokes. I like yeah, it. You're gonna feel at home. They freeze. Yeah, yeah she Just probably <laughs> she probably watching now, feeling so nice about herself. Oh, big up Dr. Jack. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug her later because I I've been I've been creeping your wife too, and I love her. It's funny yeah. because when I saw her name, I'm like, wait, Nadira, Nadia. I'm like, oh, it was meant to be. Yeah. We were meant to be yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she did, she did, she did ask me, is her name Nadia? I said, no, her name is Nadia, not Nadira. Yeah, see, almost. I, see, I was like, you're looking for company. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do want to big up somebody that always locked onto the zone from Paris. Um, his name is Stivey Media. So he's saying, hello, welcome to the zone. He's one of our loyal followers. I think it's like eight o'clock in Paris. Hi, What's Stivey. up, Stivey Media? Eight, eight o'clock. Um, what's that? PM or AM? 
p.m. in in Paris. Oh. I think it's evening time now. So he always oh. locks on and you know gets his little one two piece of food and just like chills and watches the zone, which is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so let's big talk up, about it up, too. Up, You're producing. Um, mm -hmm. Like, at what age did you start getting into that, or was the music first? And then, what's kept you motivated to keep doing the producing and the engineering and the mixing and mastering? Well, we taking I mean, it back. I've been, yeah, I, I got to take it back to when I was like fifteen playing music. Back, this is back in Saint Vincent. Like, and you're twenty five um, now, so what are you worried? Yeah, just yeah. kidding. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was like fifteen years old playing keyboards on like a professional level with bands backing up, you know, them Calypso tent and stuff like that. Yep. That's, where I, that's where I came from. I, I was doing that. Yeah. When I when I came here, I was like, I came to New York when I was 17 years old and I was in high school, obviously. And I hooked mm -hmm. up with, do like band stuff, you know? Yeah. So every every time I get a chance, I go in the band room and I would create, not my own thing, because I, I never thought I would be a music producer, ever, right. ever, 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 ever. It never crossed so, your mind then? No, 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 wow. no, no. I was playing keyboards. I was going out with my band, playing, and I was young. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, of course. So after school, sometimes I come home and I have the keyboard workstation, and I always recreate somebody's music, whether it's soca, R and B, hip hop, whatever. Like a cover. Yeah, and I always do. I was good at it. it was like it was like nothing. And then yeah. one day I was introduced to this guy who had a studio, mm -hmm. and I went in there. Obviously, messing around, saying, "Like, why you can do this?" Because his studio was there, but they didn't have anyone to run it. Right. And say, so why don't you come by, like, you know, every day or whatever, sometimes, and then we can, you know, because it was so easy for me back then. I was young, I was very creative. I mean, I'm still creative, I'm still young. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> back in those days, you know what I'm saying? How the, I mean, I was like, ready, you know what I'm saying? A yeah, studio, like, you mean yeah. a studio? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's how I got started. And this was by this article one. And that's when I did um, the Couldn't Believe Rhythm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I have that. that. It's in my notes. That's 2003. That, yes, that was probably one of my first um soca production. Really, eh? Yeah. And that's when so, you work so, with like you were working with Benji, you're working with Bungie on that rhythm, yeah, uh, Screechy Don. I was just like, yo, yep. yo. I see, yeah, people. and I was fortunate enough to to start that way. I didn't, I mean, it's almost like cheating. Because I just got into this business, and I was jab right into this guy's lap, like not not literally. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Freeze, freeze, freeze. Take two. So, so I just got the opportunity to work with these guys who, like, yeah, they could actually teach me something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying about recording yeah. about this and that. And those days, it wasn't like there was no YouTube. Yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't. This, it wasn't. This this was like 20 something years ago. So like, yeah. You know, Imagine when you put a when you look at the year and you put the number to it, you're like, holy crap, that was a that was what 18 I, years ago? God, I from that first I, I, rhythm. I forgot I'm 25. What am I saying? I know, right? It's only it's only like 10 years ago. You fine. Yeah, yeah. So you're anyway, fine. I mean, I was working with naturally um Red Fox, Squeechy Dunn, Mr. Easy. Yeah. Those people. And I was I was young. I didn't Did you feel intimidated? Not at all. Those guys are really cool. Yeah. Because you know what? They kind of like see what I can do and they really appreciated me. They really respect yeah. me for what I can do. So there was no sort of that. There was no ego. There was nothing. Just love. They, because what they like every single day. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I love because everybody's story is different, and, right? Some and, people. And don't forget Ziggy Rankin. Ziggy Rankin. Oh, was, yes. Yeah. He was yes. there too. Yeah. That's what I love because. Very, like very, I was... very, very talented dude though. Oh, he is. Yeah. Zingy, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's, he's, he's very overlooked and very underrated, but dude, I, dude is very talented. I'm yeah. That you. guy, that guy got, he, he's got some talent. I do agree. I think he's underrated too. Cause I love, I got his stuff on my, even though, you know, we're in a new age, digital age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love he, that. He bad, he, he bad, he bad, he bad. And that's what I like about your experience because for you, it's not like, you know, you come from like, some crazy like background where you have you know people can vouch for you. you had to earn it and the fact that these guys like literally gave you the time and day say you know what this is a new brain a young brain he's oh, yeah. got the talent let's give him so i like that i love that about your oh, story oh yeah so i mean it's awesome i like those days too yeah of course don't yeah. worry you have more It'll just be different now because you know what? you're a little older but not too old no, right, I got you. don't don't say my name and all in the same conversation. Exactly. See in the same, in the same sentence. No. <laughs> so when you're looking for 
um, musical inspiration as of late? Like, where are you going to feel inspired still and like, and just feel creative? Where are you looking for that? You know, it's crazy. People might think that I get inspiration from other people's music or influence. No, I get inspiration from actually going to my studio, pull up some, maybe like a new thing that I just bought or whatever, new song, yeah. and then I pull it up and start messing around. I may hear some song and I go like, whoa, this is dope. And that's what inspires me to actually create something. I love not that. So, not so much listening to what's going on because I am not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a trendsetter. Yep. You know? Yeah. I try to create something new, not what everyone is doing. I mean, if somebody called me and say, I have an idea for a song, I need something, they send me like a reference, I need something like this. Yeah. I can, I can do that easily. I mean, in my fact, that's like so easy. Yeah. You see, just listen to this. Oh, here, what, I want a track like this. Boom, send that to me and I'll just say, I just do that. Yeah, you just put it together and it's nothing because yeah. that's, yeah. you've but been it, doing it. It'll, it'll sound totally different. It maybe have the same vibe, but it's way different. You probably can't even tell that it was, from, from that. Right. So I, I can do that, you know what I'm saying? But most of the time I get first inspirations from me messing around with my, my instruments and hear some, something that I've never heard before. And, say, and yeah. over the years, has it? do you find that that process is shorter for you now or do you still take you know those few hours, walk away, come back and oh, continue yeah. to create? You always got it because you always want to do something new, something fresh. And I, I do a lot of music that um me, myself, don't like not I don't like it. I might like it, but I may think it's too much left field or right field for right. what's happening now because I may send it to somebody and they'll like, oh man, I like it, but, but. I don't see where it fit right now. Or I don't really know what to do with this right now. Right. You know? So it just sit back there and you know. You remember in the, that in the archives. Yeah, you remember that, that rhythm, um blue the blue soap rhythm? Yes. Even though that's not like ground breaking or anything like that. I had a rhythm since 2012. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And I sent it for um Yankee boy called me up. We have, where you have. I said, I have nothing new. Just send me something old or some old thing or whatever. I send that for me. He said, boy, this thing wicked. Oh, and wow. that's how they came up. And then that's how we decided to make the rhythm. And then that's how that, that's how I was born. The blue soap rhythm was born. When but, I guess, you know what they say? Time is like when it's time, it's time. Yeah. 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 Time really thinking. does. And I wasn't even thinking about doing rhythms at that time because that is not my thing. I'm not really a beat maker. Yeah. I'm a producer. I produce a song from start to finish. To finish. Yeah. yeah. So some people are just going to say, build a beat. I'm not, I, I prefer to have someone come in my studio and we sit down with vibe and do something from scratch. That's how I like to work. I love that. You know? So so I'm I'm not a I'm not a beat maker. You have some guys out there that they can't tell me where the middle of C is on a keyboard, but they probably run circles around me building beats. Right. That's not me. I like to create actually like a whole production, a full production. Yeah. That, that's the that's whole my, thing. I, that is my strength, not building these. That's why I don't hear a whole lot of rhythms from me because I don't, I don't, I don't, that don't really do anything for me. And I mean, you know, I, coming I, I from, do it, but, you'll do it, but it's not your love. Like, especially, right, right, which makes right. sense because you have that experience in yeah. musical instruments and singing and performing and playing. So for you to see that. Yeah fruition coming from beginning to end i yep. get it that totally uh, makes sense for uh, what you and, 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 and that's basically where my inspiration inspiration come from because i'm, I'm feeding off of you right here you're right here i'm vibing we're talking having kind of while we're working and that joy that you might have right there is what's gonna um transcend into that music huh. well if i you inspire know? you on something give me a kudos a little shout out yeah all right I, I, the next beat i'm gonna go be right after this <laughs> so since we're talking about inspiration and all that um, I'm sure people who are your fan or who are trying to get in the industry are probably wondering who is Perry Jack listening to? So even I'm curious, are there any top five, three artists, even if you can't name like, oh, in order or even genre that you might be listening to in rotation no. right now or no? No, no. Uh, my, um, <clears throat> the way my process is, right? When I'm, when I wake up in the morning, I go to the park. I pop my if I'm driving, if something I drive is too hard. I drive if it's not the park is just right there. Very nice. Right. Yeah. I walk with my um put my head, my earbuds in and turn my music on, random, whatever play. If I don't like it, I skip it. If I like it, I look and say, damn, this is nice, I save it. Right? Yeah. I come back in the studio, listen to it. If it's really nice, I use it as my um as one of my references. If I like mm -hmm. the mix. So it's not so much the the music, the the sound, the production of it. 
well, the mixing is probably better, but I listen to songs for our record for the way it, the, the sonics. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have a top five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's something I like it. You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm yeah. watching a, a movie, TV or something, I hear something like it, I put my Shazam. What's this? Yeah. Thank God for Shazam. Because I can't remember what the yeah. ass I used to do before when I needed to find songs. I yeah. had to record it and have somebody tell me, you ever hear this before? I love Shazam for that. You, you know what I wish they had? And I think I saw something the other day that they might have. You know, sometimes you might hear a song you can't remember. Who but you know the it. lyric? Yeah. So you could just, I think, I think they do have it though. Do Google, Google music apparently has that where you just sing you a part of it and, and it picks it up. They, they do have that. Yeah, they do. Apparently you can speak Man. into Google music or something, not even sing it. You could just say the lyric and it's mm-hmm. supposed to literally draw out the song that it thinks that you're referring to. That was my the idea. That was? That was my. <laughs> How you didn't pattern this thing, boy? See, that's what I told my wife. I should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, see? So since we're on this topic, I do want to maybe elaborate a little bit more because you talk about like um, listening to things and looking for certain compositions. So let's get on that because I have this question where, you know, I want to know, I guess, the workings of your brain and and your process. So when you're the first thing you listen for when you get like a new recording and specifically because that question is very open. Let's talk about when you're mixing and mastering. Well, that's kind of easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What I don't like. Somebody send me something that's distorted. Mm-hmm. You know, if you send me something that's maybe slightly out of tune, I can fix that. I can't fix right. distortion, right? Right. I, I listen to the lyrics that you that you know you send me one if it makes sense. You know, I listen to the mm-hmm. arrangement of the song. There's a whole host of thing that I, I do. Is there's just not one thing, right? You know. So, that's so you just kind of you just kind of go with it. It's first. It's really a matter of listening to what you got first. And yeah. then seeing where you go from there, type thing. Yeah, definitely. If, if, for instance, the kick doesn't work with the the bass drum, I tell them to change it, or I I ask them for permission to change it. Right. Or your kick don't really work with your bass. Can I change it? Oh yeah, go ahead. Or I ask them to do it. Or if they don't, if they can't do it, or they don't understand how that bass should work with that kick, I mean, I'm more experienced. Then I find the right kick or the right bass for that. Right. So I kind of help people like that. Mm-hmm. all the time yeah that uh, that answer actually leads to my next question because i was gonna say okay so you suggest changes which is great yeah. but when it gets sensitive because i know i'm sure some artists because not everybody not everybody we ain't gonna name no names not everybody is fantastic to work with and people are very and i get it it's their creativity they're stuck on what they think yeah. they hear in their brain so how do you approach that sensitive task well, of trying to like some uh, people like, <laughs> some people definitely <laughs> like that but I think when what happens when somebody come to work with me is because they trust me, they trust my opinion, they, they value my 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 expertise. You know what of I'm course. saying? So if I have something to say, like change this or change that, they will listen to me. Right. So I, I never actually run into anything too bad. Where somebody, somebody just totally like shut like, you down. Shut, shut me down, yeah. Which is good. always or if this suggests something. If I'm doing some production, this suggests that I change. I don't shut them down either. I'll change it. I might tell them why this probably won't work. Right. And I show them why it wouldn't work. So I'm not going to just shut you down and say, nah, move on to the next thing. I said, this wasn't, but let me try it and I'll show you why it won't work. Because if I do this, blah, 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 it won't because of certain things. And they say, oh, yeah, I yeah, see, you're that's right. Good. You it's know? the explanation, right? Like, yeah, because it's one thing to shut because for people, they might receive that as saying, Oh my god, he's just shutting down my no, creativity, I, my idea, but that's not what you're doing. You're trying to sh- I, improve what they have. I don't do that at all. I listen to yeah. everybody because everybody has some sort of bring something to the table, right? If it's if it, if it total nonsense, well, it's different, but I don't that's think di- <laughs> anybody at this level right now, if you're gonna come to work, I don't want to sound cocky or anything. If you reach where you're working with me, I don't think you're. And I'm no. saying, well, you know, you're not you coming know at, it's no joke thing at that level. Right. You don't have, hey, it's not a sounding cocky. You have worked hard to get <laughs> to where you are. You are deserving to say that at that level, at the level you're yeah. at, people like, you know, Scratch Master, people like Casey Phillips, the level you guys are at, you're deserving to say that because if somebody's coming to you now, they got to come right, come correct. Yeah. And you need to see that somebody's serious. They're really about the creativity. They're about making, being serious about their music. Cause you know, you don't need no kaba kaba, come side side, all stupid, stupid. You don't need that. 
Because that yep. just means nobody's serious about what they want to do, and that's not that's not who you yep. are. So yep. Yeah, I try from what I to, see. <laughs> yeah, I try not, I don't I don't really mess around with that. I, I try to help people. I, I really I love to help people. Right. You know? Of course. Because we're trying to grow I don't know. I, it, it, it makes me feel good to help somebody. Of course. It don't have to be music, it could be anything. I mean advice, anything like that. Hey, that's a good that leads me to my next question I had earlier. Um, <laughs> if that's the case, then would you be and have you done any kind of mentoring if somebody were to come to you and say, yo. Mr. Jack, I need a little help. I have X, Y, and Z. Would you be Would you be open to mentoring in the future, or have you done that? I, I mean, that's my life. I do that every day. That's all I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't want it to sound like that to make it sound like it's so official. Like I'm a mentor, but people call me all the time for advice. We got if it's a mix, mastering, or the writing, or the production. Mostly yeah. production and stuff like that. They ask me a lot of questions. I want to be like, oh, I just heard this mix you did. How did you do that? Why are you using this and blah, blah, blah? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I give them a secret. I mean, it's not a secret, really. But I just give them. I, I, I mean, it's not a bother for me to teach people what I know. Right. You know what I'm because yeah. I, learn, I learn from other people, too. So right. it's just of the course. way I've, I've given back. It's more part, some, it's part yeah. of that networking. Yep. If they have, like, a um, a contract and they're not sure how to... um. What it says, how to break it down. I mean, I'm not a lawyer or anything, but you know, I can do that. Yeah, because you speak from experience. You know? That's why. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and I also did a little bit of that in school. And I went to um, IAR, Institute of Audio Research. Oh, so yes. I do. I do. I do a little bit of that. Oh, you didn't know that, huh? I read your bio. Yeah. I did read it. I wasn't going to go into it, but yes. <laughs> Because I had all yeah. these other questions for you, but yes, I know you've got that educational background, which is key, right? Because without that, you know, I think it would have been harder to maybe grow. It would have, you would have done it, regardless. You would have done it because I feel like well, that was your calling. Well, before I even went to do that course, I was already doing, you know, you know I just did that recently. But the thing is, I mean, what used to happen? <laughs> people are coming to my story, story right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> mouth open so. story can come out. Let me hear. Let me hear people, story. Come tell me. People come to my studio, right? And it, they, they don't know me from anywhere. So they'll ask me, damn, you're really good. Where do you go to school? I didn't go to school. So it's like, if you go to a doctor's office, right? I didn't go to the and, I didn't go to then, school. And, <laughs> and then the doctor gives some diagnosis and they say, oh, wow, that, yeah. How do you know? Where do you go to school? That, what kind of I just, you I have just pick up this thing on the side. I just think yeah. I decided to. So I kind of I look at it like that. Right. Plus my my wife is a professional, so I mean, yes. let, me, let me try to keep up with that too. You know what I'm saying? So wifey is a doctor for people who don't know. So the last thing right. you need is Doctor Jack saying, "Well, I kind of picked it up on the side." No, no, no. Right, exactly. I went to school so, for this. So <laughs> it's, it's it's I don't want to be embarrassed or embarrass her. It was not so much that embarrassed. Like we go out and then that like that. Oh, yeah, that's my husband. She do it. He he does music. Oh yeah, what did you study? Oh, I didn't go anywhere. Did not take me seriously. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It so I just, got, I, just, I just got to get out of a second confidently say, well, yeah, I went to the Institute of Audio Research. Right. That's one, of, that's one of the main reasons why I went, because I was way too advanced. I don't want to sound like, I don't like to sound like that, but I, I'm not saying I didn't, I learned a lot from there. But Yeah, of course. But but the way I was already in my career, it didn't really, because it's like going back to kindergarten on an ABCD. I mean, right. obviously, because you got to care for people who don't know anything at all. Right. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and they're teaching that that C and this that and blah, blah, this is an EQ and this. Uh, I mean, I know. It was just a little refresher for you. Yeah, but it In wasn't bad because there's things that I didn't know that I, I learned, obviously. And that's the good thing about it, right? It's some things is a flashback to refresher, and then other things were okay. Now the skill that I have developed, I can now refine that and yeah. use some of what I'm learning. So I and, totally get it. And then again, you can understand. Oh, this is why this does this. Yeah. Now, now you can go under the hood. Yeah. Not to do it, but now you can really see why. Why the mechanics? Like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that that was good for me. You know. I love that. So let me transition to this next question because um, I'm excited about this. So I read that the 64th uh, annual Grammys for 2022 that's happening in January um, mm -hmm. came up with a new category, and I've been incorporating this question in a lot of my interviews because I feel like the new category is called Best Global Music Performance. And I'm trying to get people's opinion about what you think the category might mean for soca music, for soca artists, and just the representation of Caribbean people, in your opinion. In my opinion? My honest opinion? 
Yes, honest, 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 honest. We are nothing but honest no, on the no, zone. Nobody will get offended. If they get offended, then they don't need to watch. Not a damn thing. Because mm. before it was called global. I'm not global. Um, world music. World music, yes. World yes, music, something. Yeah. All they did, all they did, is change the name. It's the same thing. They uh -huh. wasn't looking at. They were. They weren't looking at Soka at um that time. And I think Soka was basically part of world music. Yes. Like. And I did see that when I went on the Grammy website, for anybody who doesn't understand what the hell I'm talking about, you can actually see the chart. It shows you what the category was before as world music. And then there, it is, it's, it, even though they say it's a new category, it seems like it is refined. It's just, it, best it, it, music. yeah, it, maybe, I mean, I'm praying that now we get some sort of recognition that they refreshed it. Yeah. That they, was, they look at us now, but they weren't looking at us before no. when it was on um, world. So I'm not that enthusiastic about, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not jumping up. I mean, if yeah. it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah, but if it doesn't, it's not anything that we're not used yeah, to right it, now. It's it, 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 not in you. What yeah. they need to do, however. Let me hear, talk to things. Is, you see now they have, not now, since 2000, they had um the Latin Grammy Award. They have their own award, Latin yep. Grammy Awards, right? And they have yep. different like categories. Country music that. awards. They have right. the regular Grammys. Yeah. Right. So what we need is a global news, a global Grammy award. Now that's where, an idea. Where, where we can have the soca, the um, the dancehall, whatever yep. other genre, the Trini bad. Yes. You know. Um, You're right whatever. because I'm getting so. I'm, I'm, I'm not just even saying just the Caribbean. I'm saying all, all over the world. Maybe yeah. some of the, the the African countries that um wasn't even like looked at before. Now they could right. be under that same same umbrella. Because I'm getting sick of uh, soca music being called reggae. Oh, a lot <laughs> does that piss me off? Can yeah. I tell you? Because it's, it's, it's one award, right? It's one category, right? Yeah. And it's one award. That's do it. You know, do you know how many people do global? Let me let me call it global music now. Global music. There's a lot. There's do you so know how much many music. Artists out there? Yeah. We're not no. even we know there's Brazilian music. There's right. you know, there's just so much stuff out there. Now, if we have the global granny, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Now we can have all these these other categories, best new artists, best new soca artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have best new producer, reggae, best, best new Brazilian, you know. Album. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about even Brazil. I'm. I'm, I'm focusing on like on our people. Yeah, region right now. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. So we could have the best. Um, like I said, breakout artists. soca artists. Yeah, best, best new, new soca, soca artists. Soca video, best whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Give veteran award in the soca industry for all our. Yeah. For yeah. all our older artists who pay foundation for us, you know what I mean? Like, man, that would be exactly. that would be something. So, so that is what we need. We don't need no category in the Grammys. We need our own global, and then then I'll be impressed. And you know what? I think that's the uh, that's the narrative. I think we need to be pushing as a people. Oh, we got a big up scratch master. The man has reached on the Facebook <laughs> stream. Thank you. Thanks, Scratch, for hooking us up. By the way, appreciate you, man. <laughs> so let me um let me ask you this if if a young person who's in the industry trying to become whether producer engineer or even maybe potential artist is there any advice you would give them from your experience like what's one thing you would tell them hmm. i mean practice is one mm -hmm. Practice your craft, stay in your lane. When I say stay in your lane, if you're going to do production, do production. Don't right. try to mix. I mean, I can tell you that from experience. Mm -hmm. If you're doing music production, do music production. Don't be mixing, don't be trying to match. Send it to the people who does that. I fall, wow. victim to, I fall victim to that for a long time because I got into mixing and mastering, and I mm -hmm. totally love I have a passion for making songs or music come together and, and hear the end product. I do have a passion for that, right? So if you're doing that, don't, because what you're going to take away from, if you want to mix a mask, you're going to take away from your actual production. And that's right. why you're not really hearing much music coming from me because I am so booked up doing mixing and mastering that mm -hmm. I have no time to create. Yeah. So that one, that's one advice I'm going to give them. Try to learn the business. 
Yes. Somebody else said that in another season, um, it's learning the business is the business aspect at the background, not the front of what try you're to, doing. Try, try to learn the business. I get a lot of calls all the time with people asking me some question, which I think they should have already known. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not judging anybody, but you know, you should have known this. You've been doing this for a while. You should know yeah. this. So, so that's one thing. Learn the business and you should be all right. Yeah. You know? Good advice. I like that. Yep. So let's talk about some of your whew, your 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 resume in the industry is big. I mean, we touched on the couldn't believe rhythm 2003. You know, I did my research. There's rhythms I'm aware of that I've seen your name. I'm like, who is this guy? So there's Kickstand, Corner Rock. Oh, those are uh, just re- those are recent. I know those are recent. We're not even talking about the stuff way back. Um, and even like you know the recent one, Pops Guitar, and then and then I saw because I've been on your Instagram, you just did the 2021 rhythm called Uncle Joe, where GBM dropped his track, Sherwin, yeah. Winchester. Well, I, I just mixed and mastered. I didn't produce. That's DJ Spider. Big up to Spider. Yes, DJ Spider. Big up to him for producing that. But at yeah. least your skills of mixing and mastering is on that oh, yeah. rhythm as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you have, a, a, like, of your mixing and mastering, or maybe even your producing, either mm-hmm. side, is has there ever been a favorite, favorite project that you've worked on, and why? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go way back? Yeah, let's go way back. It's when I actually, I, I, I don't know because it was so long ago and I was young and the excitement and the joy that I still feel right. working on the working on the couldn't believe rhythm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The, the reason is, I mean, I did all the recordings. Like now, it's so different now where you send the rhythm to somebody, they do the vocal. You got to accept or take what they send you. Yeah. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now back then they're coming to your studio to record. So you actually producing your record the way you see fit. Or the yeah, way the control is you. Yeah. It's not so much control. I want to say control, but your creative vision is what you're gonna, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna yeah. see that through. So now you're sending somebody who don't even have passion for your project and they're recording and you get it back. It's like, damn, why is this something like this? Why is it she off here? Why is he off here? Why? They record like this. Why is it distorted? Why they couldn't fix this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if you do it, so back in the um the days I'm doing, couldn't believe with him. Bungie was in the studio with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben Gillen was in the studio with me. Mm-hmm. But Ramsey, every there was like a million people in that rhythm. Everybody was there in the studio. Yeah. So those those were my favorite. Uh, that that could have been my one of my favorite projects to work on. I love that. That's a good. You know? That's a good memory. Is there an yeah. artist that you want to work with that you haven't yet? Whether and it doesn't. Doesn't no, necessarily yeah, have yeah, to be Soka. It yeah, could be yeah. any. It could Soka, be anything. Soka, Soka, Soka. Soka. Tell me. Kes. I haven't yes. done anything with Kes, and I want to work with Kes. Ooh, we putting it out there. Manifest that shit. He's gonna work yeah. with Kes next. That's it. <laughs> you know why? Would you want to produce? Yeah. 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 The yeah. reason is that Kes and the band. I could do music for Kes band. You know what I mean? That's we fit together like a glove because that's my thing. Yeah. Band, band music is my thing. Yeah. So I could actually do something that will fit Kess like a glove. Well, we and need it, to make this happen. Kess, watch this interview and hook the thing up. That's it. Up yeah, but he, I'm he's gonna go, one of the I'm going to go tag him in this. I'm going to be like, here, I have something <laughs> that you need to work with. I know you don't know me, but here, yeah. just. Just go I, just, I, just, I just linked up with one of his um his writers anyway. So Oh, you did? Try, See? Yeah, yeah. Um Daryl. Yes. So he's gonna try to make that happen. I love it. I can't yeah. wait. That's yeah. gonna be cool. All right. Yes, yes, my dude. So looking at soca music and the Caribbean music industry in general, post-pandemic now, because I mean, we've gotten to a point where I, I guess I can kind of say post-pandemic or different world pandemic, whatever. Do you think the industry overall is in a good place and a good space? Or do we, as the industry, need to do more to push soca music or push the narrative of what soca music is? Well, obviously, the latter. We need to push it. Yeah. Whole lot. But I, I think we're in a good place where I'm hearing some soca now that I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, it probably wouldn't happen. Mm. I think I think a lot of people came out from the uh, the comfort zone because at one point there were no um no fat no dance nothing so they tend to like slow it down a bit and make it a little more where not even the Caribbean can relate to a, a wider audience like a mainstream audience can relate to 
Yeah. So so that's what I'm hearing right now. But now they're going back with the wild thing. Yeah. They're going back, they're going back full speed now. Yeah, full speed yeah, now. Yeah, 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 full speed now. But I, I was hearing some stuff where I think can cross over, you know, mm-hmm. and it's because of that. Oh, they were saying I want to do, I don't want to release no power so and I want to release no this right now. So they're doing, they want to stay in it, right? Yeah. And then that's the that's the bread and butter too. Mm-hmm. So now they gotta come out of the comfort zone and do different things where you know. Yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. But it's amazing what a pandemic will force people to do it. Eh? <laughs> As Marsha said, that's that the pandemic is a reset. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he's right. It's a reset. I wanted to ask, I'm so curious, because you've worked so much with Marshall. Um, is he as humble as people say he is? Marshall is humble, man. Yeah. I'm, I have no problem with Marshall. I'm a fact, I was surprised, and we even, we even spoke about this and joke about it. You know what I'm saying? When people say, oh, Marshall, this and Marshall, that, and you work with a guy who's like, it's, it's not like that. Oh, Marshall, I have to work with Marshall, mix, mix with Marshall. Nah, he's not. He's not that guy, man. And you were never intimidated when you were working with him, because you know people are like, "Oh my God, it's Marshall." I'm too old for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're, too, you're 25. <laughs> you're not that old. Come now. Well, 25. Yeah, <laughs> even even 25. I'm, I'm, I've been around the world, man. I've been around. Yeah. I've been around this for too long. You know, I'm saying I work with people of different genre, different. You know what I'm saying so. I mean that. Nah. Yeah. Can't get intimidated. I'm too grown. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get yeah, it, man. Bro. It's like, I mean, no, nah, Marshall is Mac cool, though. I can't, I, I'm not going to say anything. I can't say anything bad about him. Right. Yeah. yeah, I, never had a, like a, a, yeah I never had a bad experience. Everything. I'm going to manifest for myself. I would love to interview him on the zone. I would love to sit down yeah. and talk to the monk himself and just, I have so many questions for him. Just even music or life. He just seems like one of those guys you could just like get into an organic conversation and not realize that two hours probably passed. Yeah. No, my show cool. My show yeah. talk for when you talk, you talk for like a while, long time, day, same day, and thing. <laughs> talk about any, everything, not just music. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't talked to him in a while though. Well, let's, you know, yeah. if you do talk to him, you could say you did this interview that <laughs> you don't usually interview for. And um, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, actually, I talked to him like about two or three weeks ago, but briefly, oh. we didn't really get into anything with something, some things I had to ask him about something. Yeah, and, yeah, of yeah, course. So. My other question is, and this wasn't on my my thing, I was just thinking about it now. I mean, you've done soca music for so long, and maybe I don't know, but would you ever, have you gone out of that genre? Do you see yourself going into other genres in the future? Oh, I've been doing like, I start off, matter of fact, doing dancehall. Mm-hmm. Back, like I say, with Screech Dunham, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then I was doing R&B for a while. Mm-hmm. And more R&B, I was working with this artist called um, Razor. He was signed with um with, with uh, Def Jam, and he was signed with Sony at one point. Mm-hmm. But what I used to do with him, and we did a lot of original songs, but obviously, you know what that is in that. None, none actually came out. Yeah. And the other stuff that I did with him is like he get other producers that use like, they do a lot of sampling, you know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah. so they'll, they'll come to me because I can play and I'll play everything over. You won't right. even know. As a matter of fact, I think that's song for Reason Rihanna. I, I believe I did that. I can't remember because it's so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, been a not, while. My, not, not my production, I mean, no credit, my production, but it's work for hire. Yeah. I mean, so I just, they paid me just to do whatever they sent me to play yeah. it over from scratch. So if you have a live instruments and whatever, I just get guys to play it over. And that was you it. Know? Yeah. yeah. And, and if it was like just keyboards or whatever, I just do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I did that for a while. And I did a lot of R&B and stuff. Yeah. Ever think of going back into that? Yeah, I'm matter of fact, I do. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about it just I, 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 I don't want to talk about it though, but okay. I don't want to talk about that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't even talked to my um my link yet. I have this yeah. guy who you know what I'm saying I could yeah. always he's, he's like industry. Yeah. So if I want to go and but what the way I want to do it, like I said, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> I always I have this way yeah. of getting people to say things they weren't meant to say. Yeah. Um. So that just means that what we'll say is something is coming that you have a a creative idea about yeah 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 yeah, let's leave right there because something's in the works i have so many experiences where i talk and share things with people and they just run ahead and just do it right yeah Hmm. they do that that all the time yeah i hate that yeah so don't say it i I gotta be very careful 
keep that one. What did they say? Keep that one in your pocket. Yep. Keep that one in your pocket. Yeah, but I, I have plans. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so the pandemic, I mean, we know, mashed up carnival life, mashed up carnival scene. Didn't really mash up the music because people had to pivot, like we said. Um, are you a carnival man? Is there anything you miss about carnival season? This is going to be so embarrassing. Oh, God, here we go. The last time I went to carnival was 2011. Oh, wow. It was a while ago. And that was in Vinci. I never even went to Trinidad Carnival. I was supposed to go to Trinidad Carnival in 2020. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic hit, I was like, mm, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Don't so, worry. Yeah, I've never been to yeah. Trinidad Carnival either. So yeah, don't so feel I, that, that, that was my one time. But mm-hmm. no, I'm not really a carnival man like that because uh, I don't know. Something about me. I can't. I, I, it's, not, I'm, it's not in me to be I'm getting on bad and thing. Yeah. I, hear I might that. be backstage somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the guy who's going to be in the crowd. I don't know why yeah. I'm like that. I, I suck. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't suck because I'm the same way. Like, I think maybe <laughs> when I was younger, I was into it. But I guess as I've gotten older now, I'm more like like you. Like, just rather be in the background, chill. You know, you want me to put on a hat maybe. But that's about it. I, I like hearing my music. I, I love standing there taking in live band, live artists singing. Yeah, you yeah, know, that yeah. stuff is more. I get it. Totally yeah. understand. Totally yeah. get it. Yeah, so, man. I mean, we kind of touched on it because I was going to ask, like, what's next for you? What's next for the production company? What can you talk about that might be um, coming? Well, immediately, what's, like, next, next? I have this project I'm working on with, um, I have Skinny, Skinny Fabulous. Um, mm-hmm. He he voice yet, so I ain't, you going to come boy. Oh, Skinny, come on, man. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> so Get I, on I, it, Skinny. I have lyrical Vaughn. Yeah, I, I love Vaughn. Vaughn, and he works with Puffy so much. Did I interviewed interview Puffy. Yet? I interviewed interview Puffy. Vaughn, uh, Vaughn? no, I would love to interview Vaughn. Yeah, I'll hook that up. No more. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's like, that's like my son. That's my boy right there. Vaughn love, is so love, talented. Like, love, love that dude, man. He and I keep hearing that he's such a like, such a cool dude. Just really yeah. dope. And Puffy had said too, like. You know, he'll send him something and Puffy be like, yo, yo. And Vaughn would be like, what do you think of this? Yeah. And then they just kind of go at it and make their magic like Gidem them waste yeah. when they made that one with Purple yeah. Jacket. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like part of that team, too. I do all the mixing and the mastering for them. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love so it. I, I'm part. I remember the last one there was Waste Man and something like that. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. did Waste Man. Yeah. yeah. So he's dropping the EP very soon, though. I'm just, we're just waiting for the last track. So you're, you've got your hands in that. Yeah, so Puffy did most of the, uh, if not all of the, um, the production. Like right. All the mixing, so that is pretty hot. So what you got me. coming with Skinny then? Right. Well, I'm working on this rhythm. It's like, well, I have Fimba, um, Lyrical, mm-hmm. Vaughn, mm-hmm. Dude, dude from Vinci, Dynamite. Um, yeah, oh, I love Dynamite. And who else? I think that's about it that I have right now. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's my next thing, Japan. And... It's a collab with another producer, young producer, very talented, that based in Toronto called um, what's his name again, boy? I'm trying to remember his um, his his uh, like social pro- media his, name. His, his producer name, yeah, Ras Ras Jomo is his producer name, but I can't remember his like his real name. Oh, you should send me that. Send me who that is. I would love to interview him too. Somebody new in the industry would be yeah. different than but, somebody. But he, I think I think he's known as Ras Jimo. So I'm, I don't know why I'm even searching for his real name. Okay, so we know Ras, his government name. Right. So <laughs> Ras Jimo is his um his name. So okay. was his production? Yeah, he living. He's from Vinci, but he living in Toronto. Oh, okay. Is it Toronto? I think I think it's Toronto. One mm-hmm. he, he, okay, he live in Canada somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in Canada. <laughs> He did. He's somewhere. Yeah, he up there party. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, so what's coming. I'm, yeah, so I'm collaborating with him in the project. It's pretty nice. I mean, it's going to be a I nice one. It. I yeah. love it. That's great. Well, the people got to check on your social media and figure out what's coming. Of course, I want to... Uh, I want you to tell people where they can link you up on social media, how they can connect with you, where they can find JSP. Let the people know. Um, I have a website. I'm still working on it, but um, it's, it's up. You can check it out. Jack Spaniard, um, JackSpaniard.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, I'm on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. No, nope, and you're no, not on YouTube. 
Go look for me on Facebook. I think I have a. I think I have a. Some look, I there. tried searching our YouTube page and I could not find it. So I or, have. Or, or maybe not. <laughs> because I'm not. I'm not social media savvy. I'm not. That's okay. If you need somebody to do that, I. I, 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 I live here. This is what I do. I know. I need somebody. I, I, I need a team. I need someone to do that for me. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to. We're gonna have to hook you up on that. But tell people where they can find you on Instagram. Um, Perry Jack, that's my name. I Perry Jack. Simple and easy. Perry, oh, yeah. I love my that name. you did this interview. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having um, me. I, I love it. I know you're not an interview man, so I appreciate it. Scratch Master, <laughs> thank you for hooking this up. I do want to give a shout out to your wife. Um, and oh. let me tell you why. So, Dr. Nadira Jack, she is awesome. Um, I found her, you know, when I was doing my research about you, and I love it because I'm always about connecting with our Caribbean women, promoting each other and just doing the damn thing. Cause I love finding Caribbean women that are doing amazing things. And I think your wife, Dr. Jack is doing amazing oh. things in your community out there. She's so awesome. I know she's a school superintendent. She's an author of, of a book that's available on Amazon called the pedagogy of consciousness. Pedigory, she's a perfect, yeah. right. Did I say it right? Pedagogy right <laughs> of consciousness. <laughs> she's a professor. And she's also a host of a podcast that she just recently started. I think they're on episode three or four. It's called Reconstructed Ed. And what I like about this podcast is that she discusses issues in the educational system. Now, I understand it's the issues, you know, overall that might be happening in your community, but it's so relatable, um, I think, to what I hear going on in Canada and my friends who are teachers. So um, she finds a way on this podcast to really reconstruct education for the next generation, I love right. that the latest episode had a bunch of children on it talking about, you know, the pandemic and how that was for them and changing the way they learn. So I want to big up your wife, Dr. Nadira Jack. If you guys want to find her on social media. Thank you for that. It's so easy to find her as well. It's Nadira Jack, basically. And if you can't find it, go to Perry Jack's Instagram and go. They have a beautiful picture together and you can click on that and go get her. Uh, Nadira, I know you're watching. Thank you so much. Big up your damn self. Um, I just love that well, I can connect with people like you, Perry, and then, you, you know, your wife and other other women in the industry. So thank you for having that avenue here so I could do that with your wife. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having <laughs> us. No problem. Everybody locked on. Thank you so much. This was uh, episode two, season five of The Zone. Don't forget to follow Planet Soka if you're following us on YouTube or Facebook, it's at Planet Soka. Same thing as Twitch. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Planet Soka One. And for me, your girl MC Nads, you can follow me on all social media platforms at MC Nads. Don't forget, you can check me on Vibe 105.5 FM, uh, Toronto's diverse music mix radio station. I'm on every Tuesday from 2 to 5 p.m. That's my own shameless plug. I'm doing it. Ah, Perry, thank you so much. I love this. Thanks thank you, for thank you for me. being here. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Locked me. on. We'll see you next week for episode three. Peace out, A Town. <laughs>